Hi, I'm Tony Hasdrup from the University of Kent, and I'm here with uh, Catherine Simpson from Manchester Metropolitan University. So, Catherine, how did you get interested in the connections between attitudes to the European Union and inequality? Um, I got interested in attitudes towards integration and inequality really when Ireland voted no to the Lisbon Treaty back in 2008. It was the second time that Ireland had voted no to a, a treaty, the first time being in Nice. And I thought, why is this? Why is kind of a, a pro-European um, public, you know, and Eurobarometer data, Ireland is always, you know, known as good Europeans with a pro-European integrationist attitude. Why are they displaying negative attitudes towards the EU? And at that time, in Ireland, people were starting to experience the onset of the economic and financial crisis. And I wondered, you know, is there something in this? Is the effects of the financial crisis affecting um, how people view the European Union, the European integration project more widely? So that was probably the pinpoint moment that I thought I'm interested in, in attitudes. Right. And so in the context of your research or on that link, what have you found? What do you find to be the most interesting aspect of that link? I expected to find um, that uh, attitudes towards the EU since the onset of the financial crisis had declined. So people were you know, not, as, not as supportive of the European integration project overall. But actually what I found, and this is across all um, member states of the European Union at the time of the analysis, um, is the fact that actually dis- people want inequality addressed they want people to have the same access and opportunities to um, various things, in particular in the European Integration Project, and they view that the European Union is the best kind of mechanism or institution to address that inequality. So while they don't look at their member state to do it, they actually look at the, at the EU to do that. Um, and as a consequence, they become more supportive of the EU overall, as opposed to less supportive. And why do you think it is that they look towards the EU rather than their states to address inequality? It's a really interesting one. And I think the reason why I think it is, is that, you know, despite the fact that there's a lot of people who have are displaying negative attitudes towards the EU, I think when you look at kind of inequality in particular is that kind of key variable. It's like, well, member states at an individual level have been trying to do this for years and they haven't achieved it. So actually, why don't we pool our resources and come together and actually try and do this as a more global and kind of on a more European and supranational level rather than a nation nation state level. And what sorts of methods and methodologies do you employ to do this type of research? So I employ quantitative methods, particular for for this type of research. So looking at large end data sets, uh, so to speak, things like Eurobarometer, things like the European Election Study. Um, They're the two main uh, ones that I use. And I use kind of complex modelling, such as kind of uh, higher linear modelling or multiple regression modelling, in order to kind of pinpoint exactly um, what these attitudes are that individuals are displaying towards inequality and how that affects their support for the European Union. And now to the topic of the age. What do you think um, are the implications of Brexit for this sort of conversations around inequality and attitudes towards both European Union itself but European integration more broadly? 
I think it's a, a really fundamental question. You know, Brexit has, on many levels and many facets, thrown up um, a big question mark for, for lots of different things within the European integration project. I think for inequality, I think it will become, again, kind of front and centre. You know, we saw with the EU referendum in the UK that it is people who felt that they were losers of the European integration project that kind of displayed these negative attitudes towards the EU Um, and why is that and why isn't it perhaps coming through stronger so I think in terms of inequality it will be very much front and centre of potentially Brexit negotiations at the UK level but also something at the the EU level that the EU need to as a, a collective and as a European project need to come together and say right well actually how are we going to tackle these kind of ideas of being a loser of the European integration project and how can we make it visible that it's not an elite project and it is something that is for everyone rather than um, a few. Uh, And I think we'll end on that note. Thank you very much, Catherine. That's been lovely. Thank you. For more podcasts about Europe, visit the UAC's website, uacesorg forward slash podcast.